say my name. Say my name. Will! Will! Say my name. Dolores! Say my name. Talking TV. You're goddamn right. Welcome to Talking TV. We watched Westworld. I am Justin. And I am Will. How's it going, William? It's going so well. Now that Anthony Hopkins is back in Westworld. Uncredited to our surprise, he is back in the game. That's not just a robot. He's really there. So that's exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're doing episodes six, seven, and eight, William. It's almost over that quickly. This puzzle's You're about so to be solved. And um, I think... You know, these episodes are a little up and down. I enjoyed, I think, was it seven and eight? Six was meh. It was okay. I don't remember much from it, to be honest with you. All I know is I get out of Shogun World, finally. Fucking Shogun World. Yeah, and move on <laughs> through, a, through a magical laundry chute <laughs> to, the, to the building, which is a strange thing to have there. Um, they have like elevators everywhere else, and here they have a laundry chute, or the people just getting lazy, or the budget constraints were just like, yeah, just put a hole there, and have them slide down it. That'll be fun for everyone. Every sci-fi world needs a trash compactor. True that, but they, they fell into a, a a bunch of bodies, I believe, and they kind of figuring out where they're supposed to go next. Um, do you remember much from six? Because I'm kind of drawing a blank here. I don't have any notes today. I, yeah, same thing with you or as you I actually I went back and I looked at the plot synopsis 6 and 7 really felt like they kind of meshed well together um 6 had the had you know the kind of reunion with um uh William and his daughter um uh, and then there's right. that that special moment at the end where he's you know she's like you know, tomorrow you're coming home with me or whatever, and, you, you know, I can mm-hmm. forgive you, or I can begin to forgive you, and then she wakes up. He played up. her He's so gone. good. <laughs> yeah. So it had She that. must have been in a had... deep sleep not to hear anything going on around her. She must have been really tired that night, because it was, I like how he left her one dude. You know, like one guy's with there. He's just, like, cooking some beans. <laughs> He's like, oh, was I supposed to wake nice you? Was I supposed to wake you to go with him? No? Okay. That was, I thought it was kind of funny. She's um, like, fuck. Let's see what else it had. It had, um, with Bernard, uh, Bernard and Elsie kind of together again. They, um, they're digging deeper, right? They're digging into the cradle, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, the like cradle of repository life of data for all the hosts yeah all their backups um, they call them all their i guess reveries all their past right. uh, uploads and all that just a big shit ton of gigs down there like and then amounts, like terabytes and then worth. yes and then bernard hooks himself into the matrix to to go figure that's out. the next one right that's seven or no or that's the end of six he does it at the yeah he does yeah, it at the end right. of six because then the the stinger at the end of six is Anthony yeah, Hopkins, it's, which, it's Anthony by the way, the piano. I, I am so, it's so cool to have him back in some capacity. Oh, good job, Bella. What was that? Was that the guitar I gave you? Yeah, Bella knocked it over, so it made, oh, okay. you'll hear that sound. <laughs> my dog, not my child. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, Anthony Hopkins. I kind of you kind of knew he was gonna come back just in some kind of capacity, just because he kind of has to, because his story was not really over, considering okay. he can live forever now, technically. But yeah, the the Matrix. Yeah, thing, so uh, I, I don't I'm know. Gonna... Um, I I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think of like what my thoughts were on it. It's kind of confusing a little bit. Uh, William is gone, so I guess I'll end and accept that. Uh, we we lost some contact. I was saying that the Matrix thing was a little confusing for me a little bit, trying to understand. Uh, so it's Ford that he he recreated his mind, and now he lives in this world forever. Correct. That's what that's that's what it is. Because he he understood from the the test on Delos that he's not going to be able to recreate that life because he'll go mad. So it makes his virtual one for himself to play in. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back on this one. I don't think I was, you know, went way out there on this theory. But after episode four, um, you know, my, I think on the last, on our last podcast, I said something to the effect of that Ford is still alive and Ford used this technology to save his consciousness, which obviously is the case he's kind of in i don't know what else to call it except the matrix yeah he's yeah he's i mean he's he is his consciousness still exists so what he plans to do with that um is interesting it certainly is uh it's certainly i mean it's certainly him um whether it's, I think we talked about this last time, the idea of it being a copy of him or actually him, um, I guess is the, the the moral quandary there. But in any case, he is seems to be existing within the hosts in the park. Um, so is this, I'm a little confused. Is this the cradle that he's in? What, what's considered the cradle? Is that the Matrix? Because didn't they end up destroying the cradle in like a later episode? They haven't destroyed the cradle yet, because Dolores was trying to. We never actually see. Well, they have the train thing. I think he exists in like the ether almost. Like he's everywhere almost. He's like Santa Claus out there. Um, I'm trying to figure out because, yeah, he's he gets jacked in. What do they call it, like hardlined or something? In he gets all like that little device. Bernard gets hacked in there, so. Yeah, I guess that's all the information, correct? That's what they're trying to pull out of him. Like he's he's in the system now, right? That's what that is. Yeah, well what I'm trying to remember is I'm trying to put it together with I mean there's got to be some sort of physical medium. Yeah, I and think that's what he is. Like he is hardlined into just all of into, the information. Right, but but my point is what he's hardlined into. And that's what I'm trying to put together is if that's the cradle because I think they it keep is. talking about well, right. But then doesn't Dolores say isn't there the conversation where Dolores is like we're going to, you know, the, someone says we're going to destroy the cradle yes. and then all that's your all your and then but she's like, "Yes, we want the cradle destroyed that way we're no longer slaves." But I think he's also in his own, I don't know, his own virtual world forever. Like, as long as there this exists, he's like, he seems everywhere. He's in all the hosts. Okay. He's all right, in every, but, and he's in but, Abernathy forever, correct? Abernathy's about to get put out into the real world. That's what they're trying right. to distract, right? So he's, okay, he's so part well, Abernathy. The, the Abernathy thing, I don't think they've quite 
I don't think we've gotten to the bottom of what that is. No, yet. we haven't. But is he in part of him too? Is he like living in him? And if they extract Abernathy out into the real world, so is the, he now part of the real world? Is he like the a theory world? that I so basically the theory I had in the last podcast. Sure. I don't know. I don't what know. Do you mean sure? I don't, well, I just don't I, remember them all. I can well, barely remember know, an episode, no, let alone what you said. Well, maybe we should stop drinking because I have some great theories and yes, I want sure. credit. <laughs> um, but that was that was essentially my theory last time was that. Uh, was that Ford is still alive within Abernathy, and that's what Abernathy's carrying. I don't. I'm a little well, less convinced of everyone, that. Everyone, right? Alive. So, but but I I think there's more to the Abernathy thing. I think it's it's not just you know yes he might be involved somewhere inside of whatever code that Abernathy has, but um I I think there's more to it, and I just don't know what that is. But I think that I think there has to be a medium. I'm assuming it's. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm. Uh, I think there has to be that that physical medium, and my guess is it's the the what they keep calling the cradle, because I mean that's what Bernard goes into, right? He he's they go down to the, the basement, yeah, into CRA or CR4DL, also known as cradle. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Anyway, oh, um, sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I'm with you on six, not a lot happened um i'm trying to think of what's what the difference between six and seven was was seven when um i guess seven well i guess i'm looking here at the the recap and apparently they do destroy the cradle so oh they blow it up yeah i was i thought they had um i know dolores like they ran the train into it was was that them destroying it maybe i'm not sure I don't know why I'm fuzzy on this. I was confused at how the train kept going. I was, I didn't understand. I guess he was in the uh, in the engine part. I guess it was still going straight, and they let themselves go the opposite way. I wasn't totally paying attention to that part, but I guess that's what happened. They gave the guy the bullet to kill himself. He's like, "This is my last uh, piece of mercy for you, son." And so the mm-hmm. guys, I guess that guy was part of that part, and they let themselves go the other way. I see now. And then they came in the aftermath. That's all right. Okay, it's all coming back to me now. They came after the train exploded. Okay, they came well, and started blowing people away. Let's let's um, let's dive into the 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 Ford thing here. So Ford's revelation to Bernard is that um, that basically the park is an experiment, yes. and it's it's not a it's not an experiment on the hosts. It's an experiment on the guests, the humans. Um, which, you know, is a revelation, but not really all that surprising. I think that's been set up and established pretty well this season. Um, but uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, on, the, that on the data mining, basically, is what yeah. they're doing? I mean, yeah. that, that makes – I mean, just in the world we live in right now, that's happening all the time, like right. Facebook, Twitter. Your Google it, searches. Yeah, everything is recorded. Media. So we are living that, and it's just a commentary on life right now. I can imagine when technology evolves as we keep going, it's going to get to the point where, yeah, they're going to know literally everything about us. They have their – they're harvesting DNA. They're harvesting DNA from these people, their memories – like they're talking about the, the all the visual cortexes, everything they thought they weren't being recorded on. Everything's there. They have, I mean, 
yeah, I totally buy it and it makes sense and it's disturbing. Uh, it's disturbing now that you, I mean, anything you do, you got to have like a password for, and then you got to just sign your like sign up. I mean, you want, you want the service, right? So you got to sign up, but Hey, we can look at your phone. We can look at your, your tweets. We can look at anything you have because you want this service and that's on us really. I mean, we have the right to say no. So just like in the future, I'm sure you'll have the right to say, Hey, I don't want to go to this park because you know, this, this, and this, and I'm, I'm expecting it to get exposed the park for what it really is. I mean, that has to happen. Right. And it's the downfall of Westworld. I'd assume like the downfall of this company, that's what I'm expecting to happen. And season three is like the picking up the pieces and maybe the real world or something. I don't know, but I, f I feel like the destruction of this complex is kind of what this is all leading to and maybe freeing the minds of, or opening the eyes to the world about uh, what's going on. I have, that's my only guess because we all know what's going on in our world right now, but no one really gives a shit because they want the service. So, uh, right. That's just how it's going to be. And if, and I mean, I don't have anything to hide really. So I guess it's on your good conscience whether or not you, uh, can live with what you've done. But Westworld opens up the doors like murders, rapists, uh, sexual deviants, like all those kinds of things are being recorded. So they could easily, if you go, you know, political when you're like 17 you're in this park doing these crazy things you go political and then they have this on you it's just kind of the government having this extra information like that happens all the time right now people go back on the just saying twitter they go back on twitter feeds like what's his name uh oh my god guardians of the galaxy guy what's his name the director i'm like james gunn yeah they go back on his twitter he said some stupid shit i totally agree he said some like just weird stuff like why would you write that kind of stuff i don't understand where his mind was knowing his position in life was trying to be a director and he's like trying to make you know commentary on screwing little boys i don't understand it but they dug it up and they turned it against him and you know that's on him now forever and uh he got his job back but not everyone's so lucky uh if you want to go with the roseanne one too just simple thing as twitter writing the wrong thing now imagine someone you know being sexually deviant i'll say or just immoral on these robots or whatever it gets lost in the scramble of you know time and it comes back to bite them that's just i think that's what westworld's kind of building up to be and uh that's all i gotta say i don't know the hell i'm like rambling a little bit but uh it's it's a horrible place when you think about it uh you don't you don't need westworld uh go live your life in the real world and enjoy yourself and go outside there but it's it's a getaway as of right now until i think this whole place comes crumbling to the ground william no, I, I think you're spot on. Um, I think the it's definitely a parallel to um, kind of what's happening with contemporary technology and how that is, um, you know, how that is being, how, how anything you do leaves a footprint, how, um, uh, you know, how there's, you know, there's real consequences to your actions, whether or not you believe that what you're doing exists in a real world, how um, people, what I think about is like YouTube and how, you know, like in chat forums and stuff, like the nastiness of people just comes out. Um, and I think that's a really good um, simile to Westworld in, in that you can let loose you can do say whatever the heck you want and um you know someone who may be very reserved um 
one on in one on one interaction with another human being online gets on a chat or or posts a YouTube comment or something that can just be completely just nasty and um, you know and horrid and um, so anyway that's the parallel I saw but anyway yeah. moving on uh, the so so what I'm remembering here is that the cradle is destroyed but Bernard gets out beforehand and it's I guess like Ford somehow copied himself into Bernard so now he at least exists within Bernard because Bernard is having those visions right. of yeah. Ford yeah. Yeah, yeah so um so that's cool because we'll get more Anthony Hopkins um which is most of what I care about but the other thing I'm trying to remember from seven is um uh William old William man in black I guess Man, how many times is this guy going to get shot and, like, survive? That's what the It's getting a little of, absurd. Yeah, because I don't... That's what I'm saying. They must not be completely real bullets. But then when they shoot just, like, the random officers that have, like, freaking armor on, they go down like a freaking sack of potatoes. See, like, I'm I don't still... Understand. This is, like, <laughs> the understand. ultimate plot hole he got shot in the gut and it's he? like he got shot right in the gut he got, he got shot, shot like arm, four times both arms, he got right shot here, in the arm the chest, at the end of season one he gets shot in the, shot in a, in the leg lawrence yeah it, that's it lawrence. lawrence not not mustache yeah not um, mustache. he didn't have a mustache he had like a goatee yeah <laughs> i know i noticed that i'm like what <laughs> justin <laughs> anyway um but uh Oh, you know what? We need to we need an aside here. I need we need to take a break before we get into this because two podcasts ago, somehow I didn't mention or we didn't mention the fact that Giancarlo uh Espinosa, I think is his last name, Gus Fring made a cameo appearance. Oh, that's right, yeah. How did we not talk about that? I didn't notice it. Um he was well hidden under that cowboy hat, and you brought it to my attention. I still didn't know what the hell you're talking about until you like Google searched him. I was like, oh, okay. I yeah. did remember him. He was only in for like what five minutes, so yeah. I hope he Good comes. For it, him. Other, it was a weird. Oh, I mean, it was it was cool. It was well acted, I, don't I guess. Think he's but coming back. I I know, but anyway, anyway, to continue. So, um, I guess Maeve gets a little bit of. I guess we'll call it revenge, kind of. Oh, right, that's um, right, where she's trying to shoot him, and then she right. doesn't shoot him. Well, then she she does doesn't need him. to. Someone else does. Yeah, um, but she does. Does she not shoot him once? I think she shoots him once. Does she not? Oh, I she shot him in the arm. Yeah, she shoots him in the arm. And she's about to finish him off, and then Lawrence comes by, and they have like I, a... I truly... They have the trifecta thing, and then she convinces Lawrence to shoot him because Lawrence remembers yeah. everything he did to Lawrence, killed his wife, hung him, slit his throat. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. The reason why six and seven are such a blur is because I, I mean, we'll get here in a second, but I think eight was by far the best episode of the series. Um, but anyway, we'll get there. Um, the last thing I'll say uh, was the... I liked the, I, I forget who makes this point, but the the Dolores and Teddy relationship. And someone makes the point that, you know, you're trying to be free, but what the hell did you just do to Teddy? I mean, you just enslaved him. And um, it's really it's really poignant. Who makes, the, who says that? Who calls her out? I forget. Oh, man. I want to 
Was it the man it, in black? Is he is he around at that point? No, no, it wasn't him. It would have it's someone in the real world, I think. Oh, was, was it, it Charlotte? Oh, oh yeah, I think it was Hale. You're right. Okay. I think that's anyway, right. someone down um, there when they meet them and they don't kill them because they get like thrown off or something. I forgot the reason they break up, but yeah, it might have been Hale who said that 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 line. Yeah, it's it's no. Cool. You know what? It was Maeve. I almost said Maeve. I wasn't sure if she was. Yeah, there or not. it was Maeve. Yeah, it was Maeve. Um. Anyway, but um. Well, was that the reoccurring theme in this one where it's like? They're, they're, or is that number six where it's hey, choose your own fate you have the, you have that right to choose your own fate I think that was six where the 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 geisha was talking to Maeve about that or is that five I don't know I'm all confused now alright can I have a question here okay um, and I think this is the reason why we're confused I and I don't know if we're supposed to know this necessarily or not but I'm pretty convinced there's got to be one of these storylines we're seeing has to be like present and one of them has to be past. Like before the, the like it, there, it has to be split up somehow. I just have no idea how. What do you mean? Um, well, what is the present storyline? Yeah, I'm confused about that. Okay, the there, most present I can gather is the man in black. And if you want to go with. I don't know the guy's name, the Indian guy. That's like the most present we have right now. Right. I think that's the closest thing to the to the now. But I mean, but you like, agree with me in that he, um, we're seeing okay, some see that certain things we're seeing are present and certain things are past. Oh that yeah, That we're seeing definitely. it in a non. Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely. Because, I'm trying to figure out like it is hard to gather like where we are like because Bernard's like, hey, I've been here before. I've done this. I think his newest part is gaining forward. That must be in the present because that's pretty new. And then um, we know Teddy's dead at the point where Bernard comes awake. So Teddy's not dead yet. So we're still not to his present. Maybe we're getting there. Um, so yeah. th- that must mean Bernard hasn't got to his present fully so yet. So I'm, I'm going to... Man in Blacks is pretty close to the, the now. I'm going to chalk it up to this. Um, knowing that this is Jonathan Nolan, who co-wrote Inception... Um, kind of to me, the point of inception and, and the stinger at the end with the, the top still spinning or not spinning is the idea that they have performed inception on the viewer and they've made us obsessed with the idea of, was it a dream or was it not a dream? So it's kind of this meta reality. And I think that's kind of what they're going for here because with Bernard, um, and, and, in season two, just like Dolores in season one, there's this loss of sense of what, of past versus present time, memory being, um, obviously they, they established that in the host, memory is this perfect thing. So if it's all jumbled up, you can't tell the difference between the present and the past. That's why they and gave so I'm, that I'm assuming, to Bernard, I think, to, to right, throw us off big time. But, right, but my point is I think that there, there's this meta, them trying to do this to the, or them trying to have the viewer experience that as well and not being certain what the president passes. Oh, yeah, they're jumping. I mean, just yeah. in the number eight, that episode, they jumped <laughs> – all the way to the back, like all the way to yeah, the, but, the very but, beginning. But and they that jump, was just not one episode. Right, they jump around like that, five different times. 
But that's all very clear cut. I mean, it's very clear that they're that we're following one character through his yes, history. And... But but in this, we're not sure. Like, we're not necessarily sure. You know, what are we seeing, Maeve in? you know, in the quote-unquote present or after the 14-day purge or before the purge or, you know. Right now, it's, um, yeah, I'm thinking we're almost to that 11th day. We're getting very close to finding out what happened, why all the hosts in the water. Um, I think that's going to be clear soon. I mean, we have, I I don't know if it's this episode or the next one, I think it's the next one, or the door kind of, is more prominent the indian guy talking about the door the door yeah we have it's that the man in black looking for the door we have his daughter trying to get him out but now she might have a different kind of motive to keeping him in i'm not really sure i have no idea what she wants really um yeah she, she hates her father but she wants him to get out of there uh, i mean she's been to this park plenty of times um yeah so episode eight man that okay it was a uh, well-crafted, I mean, to a T, it gave you a complete story of this one character. I wish I would have put down his name. It's like Kyoko or Kyoto. I forget. It's a... I think his name, his name is the title of the episode, right? I don't, I think Kiksuya? I looked that up. And, and is I it Kiksuya? It, something like that. Or, but that actually... Kiksuya is the name of the episode. His name is like Aka, Akasheta. Yeah. Akasheta Akashina, begins yeah. with an A. It, you know, the the title episode means remember or something like that um and uh, navajo That's i think right. it's the language yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, sing yeah. they sing they speak uh, yeah the episode man a lot of reading too that's what's good the guy who plays what'd you say his name akini was awesome uh it's i'm you looking it up. it up it's akacheta and it's Akacheta. Lakota. the language is lakota okay akacheta uh yeah he killed it um really it, it turns the character we've only known as a complete savage humanizes the shit out of him and you get like every every this goes back to season one like every piece of this puzzle he's been there basically he's been there especially for Maeve the man in black storylines um it, but at the same time you say it's one of, it's your favorite did you not get a sense of a retread with the whole Maeve with the the shoguns though? It's basically his story with them, his story with trying to find his beloved, trying to figure out what this life is. Like I got a similar kind of vibe, but this was well executed. I actually was, I yeah. was in engrossed in the story and what's going on and how he's affecting everyone. And I can't remember the quote, but I loved it where he says like it might have been perception, saying about perception or intentions because everyone thought he was an evil person just upon his looks but he actually was helping he was trying to help Maeve the whole time but she always saw you know the outside exterior of this the savage beast when he was trying to help her daughter the entire like right. run of this this show the 30 years what now how many years she was dealing with this storyline i don't know but it was very it was awesome i mean well to me the great. point of um I, I I agree with the parallels between him and Maeve, but I think that's I think that's purposeful, um, and I think it's kind of showing like there are certain triggers for these hosts that kind of wake them up. 
Um, and love, or the idea of love, seems to be certainly one of them. Love, love and love loss. Yeah. Yes, the loss of love, and that as a powerful that that powerful emotion um, transcending their programming. Um, For certain but, ones, though, you have to be very specific because I mean, a lot of these go back in the loop. They don't. They don't. They don't have that moment of clarity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, it's it's. Because um, he was. There's he, a lot of. Ten years he was on the run, basically from from the park, and they had like no idea of somehow that you know this well, guy had never died. Yeah, that was the that was the cool thing was the. <laughs> like he was like. I guess he left. was still Alpha Two, and she's like Alpha Two. Uh, that <laughs> I, that I, was like I, ten I, years ago, and the, well, he. We only update them when they die, which was kind of cool. Um, which is crazy. And, how many like people are murdering these things, like yeah, over and, and over and over. And he only dies when he kind of commits suicide. Essentially, yeah, he gives in. Yeah, definitely. He which wanted is, to find out is, what death, what because he couldn't find the answers in life. Pretty he cool. Says. He wanted to find what a badass. Yeah, that was a neat um, scene. But obviously, his his whole story. Uh, I think what I texted you was this is the best crafted episode of the series. Um, and then you, you, he, you know, he, he kills himself. He gets to walk around the, um, the HQ. Which once again, can uh, I jump in? Like what are security on these things? Like, don't they have some kind of detail to some guy just standing around? Like, how does he know where he's going to? Like he's going to navigate all the way down to the lower levels. to just search on his own, um, on his own volition like i don't understand how this place works at all what yeah bothers. there was kind of the throwaway line that was like oh we're oh, yeah, going four to lunch, hours so i'm not we'll gonna wait here and, i want to yeah. get a sandwich like right good god um, but still like and security. one would think like okay i can i can buy into i just what i can't buy into is you're telling me there's not cameras that right like like hey is that guy up. supposed to be walking around or motion sensors like and how does he have access to this room full of shit like i but yeah, if you set that aside, which you can easily, I mean, it's whatever yeah. for story's sake. And when he finds his his beloved, that part, yeah, yeah, where he realizes that you know this this isn't the world I want to live in. Well, and and he, what I really liked is, um, you know, we viewed him as a savage for, you know, for two and three quarter seasons. Yeah. Um, but that's our perception of him. I really like the moment in when he's, you know, standing in the, the room with all the, the, the empty hosts. And he says, there's the voiceover is something to the effect of, um, I felt selfish because, you know, think of all the other people out there mourning these laws which was just like i remember thinking to myself was like that's kind of the ultimate like we think that we've thought of him as a savage but it turns out that this is one of the maybe most intelligent characters on the show and um one of the most empathetic and um like just genuinely good so that that's really interesting and then they you know just based on a whim they decide they changed his story and they turned him into the the crazy savage killer and it's 
I don't think it was based um, on a whim. They just wanted something more exciting for the for the guest. Um, well, no, 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 I know quick. that. But. Yeah, my real one question. So yeah, I totally understand all of that. It was beautiful. Um, it makes you think about your own life and how you take for granted the loved ones you have and all of that jazz. I totally buy that. So he he snips the hair of one of the the mothers there of their son. Yeah. So I'm confused because, you know, did that hair bring her memory back or did she actually miss him? Because in reality, like, they don't have that ability because they just cut him out of the storyline. You didn't have a son. So what he brings back the hair, is that triggering that lady's woke moment, if you want to go with that? Okay, so here's how I interpreted that. Um, I think the line in there that is kind of the answer is when they say, well, we only, we only update them when they die. So the characters in what's the name of the town? I can't think of Sweetwater. Sweetwater. It seems like they're dying a lot Mm -hmm. and they get reset a lot. Um, I would think that they're probably not resetting like, these remote Indian tribes all the time. So to me, it's totally possible that one of the characters disappears. Um, and you know, the wife, the host wife, um, doesn't get reset. So she just, that memory continues. Um, cause that's essentially what happened with our main character in this episode. Right. I mean that, I mean, there were a couple times where I guess he was wiped because something happened. But for the most part, it seems like um, it's not like he was just reset every single day, which was what we kind of were basing it on. But um, well, that was what they were presenting to us at that point, that they're in a loop. Right. So they are reset. They if they don't, I guess if they don't die, I don't think they are. Yeah. I don't think, they go I don't back think into just... what they normally do. Cause we saw Dolores do the same thing over and over. She gets out, she drops the can and someone right. picks it up, but I don't, I, so maybe in, maybe die. within, maybe within Sweetwater, they do the 51st dates thing, but I have a hard time thinking that they necessarily need to do that for everyone. If you've got like hosts that are, just living out in the wilderness and maybe you don't need to do the reset. No, no, no. I'm not you saying know? it's a reset, but it's a, they do their loop. So like, just like if you, you've, you've played many video games. Well, maybe they don't need the day, their loop. Right. Fuck loops right now. Like, yeah, true. But that's my games point right is... now that they just, they do what they uh, no, do. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. Okay. Like, I, I know what you're saying that like NPC characters, yeah, but the memories characters. are still there. Memories remain. Well, they don't get wiped after the day. They just start their day over like it's a brand new day to them. They still have those memories. Of, hey, where's my? Well, right. I'm just saying. I I don't think it's like one size fits all. That that the same rule. Well, obviously it's not because everyone is interacting right. with the world differently, and some. Now we have four characters that seem to kind of be more advanced than everyone else. We have, you have Maeve that. I already forgot his name. Indian guy, Dolores and uh, Bernard, but I'm like, but I'm still not convinced that like they're on their own right now. I'm still kind of like, is someone is it still Ford still controlling them because he has access to everyone now, and just like 
just playing his own little morbid game with these people. I don't know. It's very, it's hard to tell what the hell is going on. Like, yep. do, do I take it at face value? Do I take it that, you know, he is in full control and he very well knows, you know, the end game here. And is this the one where, oh my God, I can't remember where the, is it the Indian guy who talks about, he wants to, does he still want to go to the real world? I can't remember. And does he, does he want to end this one? Is that what he talks about at some point? Or am I just uh, thinking of something else? I don't else? know. He talks about, I mean, he he comes up with that plan, and that's how he loses his the woman he loves is because he comes up with the plan to try to he exit the world. That's right, but, that's right. He tries, to find yeah. the, he tries to find the door, correct? Yeah, he just basically travels out as far as he possibly can. Uh, and, he, and he finds it like the he factory. Okay, and then we can't forget about Logan. I love the scene. Yeah. Yeah. So I was glad we got him back. Um, I still want more of him. I think there'll Uh, be a little bit more of him. I think I do too. I do too. I just, I'm still left. I still feel the same way. Uh, I still am having trouble believing that he's just dead in the present. I feel like maybe I, I, maybe I just hope there's more to that. I got this weird vibe, man. Listen to this. So, I have this this theory, maybe, maybe a theory. I feel like he might have been a robot at that point when we see Logan get picked up by this guy. I feel like, I don't know why, but maybe William asked for, hey, can you make this character, this is who he is, and just have him out here for me because as a reminder almost to what I did to him. I, I just, because the way he was talking, yeah, because he, he was, was out of delusional. It, yeah. I mean, he also was in the sun for very long, and he probably dehydrated. I mean, his horse, his fake horse, died, and um, mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be kind of a cool twist if, like, that he was a robot at that point. We see him get saved, and he maybe he just died of exposure, because yeah, no, no, I, I see. Actually, I see why you're saying that, and one of the thought I had was, um, I just thought it was an interesting parallel to we keep seeing like hosts go haywire from things and i to me i took it more as oh it's a parallel that you know humans themselves can just go crazy uh i don't hate the first time i saw it to get that face value i was like yeah obviously the sun will f you up if you're in it too long and you're dehydrated my only side note is like the woods are right there man you could just walk to the woods anyways yeah so then i thought about it more i was like what if like that would be kind of a cool thing because william is obsessed with his power he was obsessed probably with overcoming this douchebag Logan and just as his own like personal favor, maybe, Hey, can we keep him in the game? So I have a reminder of what I'm capable of. I don't know. That's like a huge power trip right there and be a fun Easter egg for him. Every once in a while to come across the guy that he uh, had to destroy to move on. Cause we know Logan makes it back. We, we know that for a fact cause he was at the party. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it could Good be point. him. It could be a robot. I don't know. I was hoping that he's a robot. And now I'm kind of thinking that the man in black might be a robot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting crazy here. I was I was thinking this the other day. I was like, or I think it was today I was driving around. I was thinking that, because uh, he, like he said, he took so many shots, number one. And that this game is kind of the same loop that the Indian guy is going through to find this door and... Could it be that the man in black is the recreation that 
uh, Delos was becoming, and he's going mad trying to figure out this puzzle. Is that crazy? Is that a crazy thought? A little crazy. No, I don't think anything's crazy at this point. That's um, true, but like, is that a little bit out there? I don't know, because like that would be kind of disappointing if he wasn't a human the whole time. But also, kind of neat. Yeah, I, I hope that's not it. I hope it's not I either. I'm just like it'd be kind of interesting because, or they they subbed him in at some point because he actually did die from these wounds. I don't know because we have no idea exactly when everything's occurring. So. Oh, you so you're saying you're saying maybe he doesn't realize that he's a robot? Correct. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. No, I I agree. I think there has to be more to the whole um cuz everyone's whole, obsessed the, with the door the right plot. now. Like, well, yeah, I think there has to be I think there has to be more to what we saw in episode 4. I mean, obviously they, there was a little bit with the idea of Ford still um you know, living within the construct the, of this place. Yeah, yeah. The, whatever it was called, and now within Bernard. So obviously his his consciousness has been copied. But it would be a cool twist that um, to twist back on William that, oh, yeah, we took your consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now Just kind of you be, actually kind of died. And so we, where did he die? Oh, go ahead. Where or when did he die? Man, I'm going to say... We would have seen it. We would have had to see it. I think he just actually never lived if i think if i think about it this way i think he was just introduced and he thinks that he's been there and his cornerstone could be his his uh, wife dying um his daughter could be a, a host as well i don't know i just like i'm i'm gonna piggyback off your theory and uh say this i think that we did see him die when he was shot all those times and then the daughter, remember, shows up at the like Lakota Nation, the Ghost Nation, and is like, "Why did you save him?" And they were like, "Because he needs to suffer or whatever." Mm-hmm. What if them saving him was just putting his consciousness in another body? Could be. I mean, as we saw, I don't know how they would do that, but right, well, we that's my theory. I I think because I mean. First of all, we saw him get shot like three or four times. He, I mean, there's got to be something to that. I think he's dead, so that I think that he was replaced then. I, That's I, my theory. I think that'd be cool. I mean, Delos, we watched him degrade, and that that is suffering right there. Watching someone, yeah. it's like watching someone with Alzheimer's, someone with like disabil- or debilitating um, disease. It's just like it's 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 worse than death sometimes. And I mean, even though it's a robot, it's still like you're still it's humanized to the point where I believe it's you know real, and I can feel for it. And watching someone go mad is never a, a fun thing to do. So yeah, I mean, I'm totally down with that, and I can't wait. I think I'm pretty convinced now that there's something to that. So we'll see. I hope because like I we I seriously doubt like I seriously doubt most of these characters are making it back to season three. I just have a hunch that it's going to be yeah, like a clean I just, slate I, almost. Yeah. I, I've thought the Cameos, same thing possibly, but I really, there has to be consequences for all the injuries he sustained. All those, not just him, everyone, taken. not this whole place, like this whole place. Yeah. But especially him. I mean, of everyone we've seen, yeah, but we still don't know what bullets mean to like. It just depends nah, on who shoots them. Nah, I'm totally confused on that. Still, like I'm trying. No, to because here's why. Like they, I mean, they make a big deal of when we see Man in Black at the beginning of season two. Yeah, and like, he's he's nursing his arm. He's got a. I mean, he's. 
he's he takes the bullet out. Then he gets like that that searing gun and and sews himself back up basically with it. I mean, I think they made a big deal out of okay, a bullet hit him. It's a big deal. So if you're gonna have like three or four hit him in the chest, um, yeah. I just, but I think at the same dead. time, it depends because when he got shot. Was it by Dolores at that point? Who shot him? Because Anthony was, Hopkins, it, we he gets shot at the end of season. It's it's right. just a random person. Because if it was Dolores, his... we know her gun had real bullets. No, all right, Justin, I gotta stop you. <laughs> I don't think you're so hung up on like different guns and different bullets, and I don't think that makes sense, man. I don't think that's a thing. You wouldn't give a, a a park patron a real gun with real bullets in it and say, "Hey, go crazy." Like that thing, that's not that ain't gonna happen, but it doesn't matter. That's that doesn't matter. I don't think it's a thing. I think All it's right. highly more likely that it's just like. Well, again, I don't. know. It doesn't matter. It's so. Stupid. That's I wish they. We need to find out after these two episodes, the last ones, find out how bullets work in this But all right, what's what's a better resolution that he was in fact shot, or the reveal is, oh, the guns he's been shot with all the time have been the host guns, and they don't do. They only do forty-two percent damage. They might not as go to gun. the vital organs. Might be skin deep. I mean, he was suffering. I mean, you know, if it's if he's not a robot, he was crawling around. You know, assuming he was about to die. Anyways, um, season two, two episodes left. William, what are we gonna do here? What's what's gonna happen? No clue. Uh, it's, they'll yeah. That's the. True. Man, I don't even know where to go. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my. Uh, based on your theory, you made me think of this in the last like ten minutes. But I, I'm, I'm liking the theory that William is in fact, or his body is dead and his consciousness is living on in a host. I think that um, maybe that's the door. Maybe the, yeah, the door he has to is to his own mind. Yeah, maybe or the door is to, you know, I don't know to live on i don't know some some philosophical thing um very philosophical to live on <laughs> to live on forever uh i i think that i would not be surprised if there's a reveal that anthony hopkins that ford is actually not the mastermind that there's someone else behind this mm. um i think that or at least the version of ford we're seeing is not in fact, Ford, that maybe it's somebody else. Um, I don't know. I, I, what, I guess the big question, the MacGuffin, is Abernathy. And so what, but what is the MacGuffin? What is he carrying? I, I, at this point, I think it's what we've kind of discussed already, Ford's consciousness. And I think, I think he's Ford's like, a, I think he's like a virus and he wants to get into the real world and just like be part of everything. Okay. So we're bringing back the, okay. I kind of like that. Cause that kind of brings back from season one, the, uh, what's the, what's the thing they saw in Maeve's code, the, um, oh, mainland yeah, infiltration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also like at right now, if we're going at what we've seen so far, he is, in Westworld, like he's in this world, and maybe the dream would be anywhere, like at any time, and that would be anyone's dream, I suppose. You could do whatever, uh, whatever you want. You could affect anything you want, um, just like the Matrix. 
you can just ask yes. for something and it shows up. So obviously that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I'm still thinking that this whole place can get just burned to the ground. I'm hoping that happens. Um, I hope, I hope Hale bites it. I don't really like her that much at all. Um, oh, but I didn't mean, I want to talk about this real quick. Because the Indian guy did say this. He's like, about perceptions. I can't remember. I should have freaking wrote down the, the line. But how we perceive everyone, right? So yeah. what if Hale and all them that we are kind of, quote unquote, the the bad people, I suppose, the villains of this show? Or would you call them that? Like, they're the antagonists to our... I'd say, I wouldn't say villains. I would yeah, say antagonists. Right. I mean, we've been living with the robots. We're pulling for the robots to win, which is, you know... That's the perspective. Strange. Yeah. So what if they're actually doing the noble thing and we don't see that right now? I feel like they kind of hit that hard. That there's someone that we don't like is actually doing something for the good of humanity. I feel like that's going to happen. See, no, no, no. I think, honestly, that's kind of how I think about the show is, is of course, the perspective they're giving us is, you know, from From the the persecuted, from the hosts. From the enslaved. Um, but but again, if you take yourself out of it for a second, um, and I, we talked about this on another podcast, but if you take yourself out of it for a second, they are robots. They mm-hmm. are fabricated. They are machines. They are not real. Um, I don't want to get into... We already have. Go ahead. Just skip it. Well, yeah. I'm skip. not going to get into the religious aspect of it or the idea that, you know, what is, what is a human being or anything like that. But... Um, I, I think you're I actually think you're spot on. I think that maybe what Hale is trying to accomplish, what what this mercenary team is trying to accomplish is um, either preventing some sort of terrible disaster. What if the social experiment that's being conducted um, is for some really noble purpose to to cure some disease, to cure cancer, I mean, or to, um, I don't know, to solve some, some world problem. And this whole experiment is actually for the purpose of um, saving humanity in a way. So, you know, that's a pretty big reveal, and I don't know how they would do that without <laughs> it being really ham-fisted. There's just cheers but, across the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, we're not even on Earth. What? <laughs> oh, we're on a different uh, planet. Was, was Shogun World the most disappointing thing? Okay, that's random. Uh, yes. I'd... All right, I'm just, I'm just thinking of going through these episodes. I really was disappointed. Okay, can we, are we going to see any other parks in the last two episodes? That's a good question. I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah. I feel like there's got to be I one more I would like teased. to see Medieval World, one but more after teased. seeing Shogun World, I don't want to see another park. <laughs> like, just... Medieval World's like a cardboard box. It's like a freaking kid drew it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, exactly what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Medieval Times. You have like Jim Carrey coming up to you as one of the... <laughs> My favorite quote came in the seventh episode. It's okay. when Ford told, I wrote this down, Ford told Bernard, or Bernard said something to the effect of, to Ford, um, you know, uh, you made me do this. And um, Ford's response was, I knew what you would do, 
but I didn't compel it, which is really interesting. Um, it's this very God complex thing of, yes, God knows all, but that doesn't mean that free will doesn't exist. He just knows the choices you will make. Um, you know, he can see that in advance, but you still made those choices. He didn't compel them. Right. So anyway, I really I like, liked that. I like you it, saying that one from the guy who's a liar. <laughs> we know he's a, he's a bona fide liar. So what? Whatever, Ford's a liar. Like he's lied to oh, Bernard well, before. So his words when? mean nothing to me. I mean, when, when did he lie to him about killing people? No, he didn't. He did. What? No, he, how do we know that? We don't know that. He kept stuff from him. That dude is a liar. All right, but here's the thing. I, I thought about that. Ford, I can All right, you're, you're, he probably is not trustworthy. I grant you that. But the whole Bernard killing, like, yes, we assumed he killed Elsie. He didn't kill Elsie. I think he killed other people, though. And well, 30 uh, right, years, but it, he killed someone else. Justin, we live in America, the greatest country on earth, where you're innocent until proven guilty, and we have not seen any evidence to support that i don't think they have they don't play in the same rules as america i don't think they belong to america i don't know where these you don't think are. it's trump's america and west world that'd be hilarious they pull back this giant <laughs> wall and this is the this is the united states now it's like hunger games sectored or it's mexico off. yeah that, that would be awesome <laughs> it makes sense for west world but where are they getting those mountains for shogun world i don't know that was a beautiful shot. That was like the one of those prettiest shots yeah, of the show when they actually showed the scope of these freaking places. But yeah. yeah. Um, that's it, I guess. I mean, I'm excited to watch these last two. The freaking the last one's another hour and a half long. <laughs> I am too. The last film. thing I will say is um like we talked about rewatching season one, because obviously you you rewatched it and you you picked up on a lot of Easter eggs. I feel like I need to – I don't feel like I need to rewatch season one. I feel like I would certainly pick up on stuff. I feel like I need to rewatch season two. I am it, – it's definitely not as well sculpted as season one. There's a lot – it's a little – it's definitely a bit messier. They have more balls um, to juggle, man. They, they went all out. Yeah, and that's, that's okay. I'm not saying it's bad by any means, um, but – that said, I think we've gotten some better moments in season two, um, better character moments. And, and again, I'm going to say this. I, I don't know that um, this series will ever top episode eight and that that whole story. Oh, last thing. Heart-shaped box. Oh, yeah. Westworld. I thought that was pretty cool. That was cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a strange little take on it, but yeah. I'm not sure if that was a, a song I would have I thought it worked for that really moment. Well. It was, oh, I nice. thought it was great. It was I cute. Thought it, I thought it was great. It worked in different levels for what they were trying to say, but if you know the actual song, it makes no sense to put this in here. So <laughs> it has nothing to do with you know trying to find your loved one. But that's okay. It's a great song. R.I.P. Carcobain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's been like 30 years. So I went to the um, – I, I was just in Cleveland – Cleveland, Cleveland and I went to the Rock Hall of I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sweet. And I got to see all of they had like Kurt Cobain's guitars and it's pretty cool. Did you see oh, that uh, to... Yeah, shout out to Kurt. <laughs> Anyone that follows Kurt Cobain on social media. Yeah, yeah, shout uh, out. <laughs> yeah, he he's had his brains blown out before. 
Um, did you see that like some warehouse, <laughs> some warehouse actually they lost all their um, what do they call them like their original recordings of like Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah, and the, some other uh, the like, big the big they there was that big fire. Yeah, they warehouse. lost a lot yeah, of stuff. What do they call those? They lost uh, all the masters. Yeah, masters. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. It's that's a it's big pretty shame. bad. Like that should have been locked um, up somewhere probably else. I don't know. Like don't like the. Some kind of archival. Um, so the National Archives, they the have word. stuff in, but but I mean, it's pretty hard to get into the National Archives. I mean, think about movies that are in the National Archives. Are like, yeah, Empire Strikes Back, and it has to be um, culturally significant to get in there, right? Like, yeah, and I don't. I mean, think, I, mean, I, mean it, I think Kurt Cobain's and Nirvana's music was culturally significant. That, 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 yeah, but but I mean, a lot of time generally has to pass before they they tackle music because there's so much. I mean, the crazy thing about the Hall of Fame is, um, like, obviously, it started in like the mid '80s, and like Led Zeppelin isn't inducted until like the fourth year of the Hall of Fame, and it's just like, it, it's like, I mean, Def Leppard was inducted just got this inducted. year, but I don't right? think Def Leppard even deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. What? I I kind of agree with that. You have Metallica a cool was '09 drummer, um, like anyway, but yeah, some weird. And then you, I don't know. Yeah, but Led Zeppelin, and then once the, most of their members were already passed, I think Robert Plant, I think, still alive. And like, um, Robert Plant, John well, they're Bonham's all still alive dead. except for John Bonham. I thought some more died in one of the, like, some kind of wreck, a plane crash or something. No, they're all still, you're thinking of like Leonard Skinner. Yeah, them too. I thought they both had the same kind of incident. Yeah, Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner, actually, Leonard Skinner is down to one surviving original member but i don't think um, they're in the hall of that. fame right i don't think they are no they are but they didn't get into like like the 2000s or something crazy uh, yeah they yeah. mean they're if you go off their whole film or not filmography they're um what the hell's it called <laughs> i can't think right now songography all of their tunographies like they're not that great <laughs> but if you pick Who? and choose leonard skinnard oh like, god get out what are you talking about, dude? Leonard Skinner's amazing. No, your their whole CD like are all their albums like back to front, front They're to back. Great. You, have you listened so. to their albums back no, to front, front I to have back? Not, okay, and I won't, so I don't want shut to. the fuck up. I know <laughs> my ten songs of Leonard Skinner. I need to know, and that's all I need to know about Leonard Skinner. That's a lot of songs. That ten? That's not a lot of songs. Ten's a lot. No, name ten Nirvana songs right now. Are you serious? I yeah, can name that. I can name like a whole album. It. Smells like Teen One. Spirit. In Bloom. Come Two. as you are. Breed. Three. Lounge Act. Polly. Five. Something in the Six. way. Seven. Stay away. Eight. Territorial Nine. pissings. Um, are you looking at your phone? No. My oh, phone's damn. on your That's... heart-shaped box. All right. Did you just name Nevermind? Was that Pretty much. Nevermind? I mean, yeah. heart-shaped box. Um, dumb. All apologies. Um, uh, Tourette's. Um, You've done well. Blue. Uh... <laughs> Um, I can go on their whole. But okay, was, you don't think there's possibly? Thing. All right, Justin, you don't think there's possibly some bias there, given that like this is the band whose music came out when you were a teenager or a kid listen, or whatever. I tried to listen to listen to Leonard Skinner's like their other like their. But that's definitely besides, before your if you time. Want to say. Yeah, but I still like I like Leonard Skinner a lot. I'm not giving any grief. I just don't think they're like the most amazing thing ever. I, Fucking Led Zeppelin, yeah, they deserve to be there day one because they have some of the best music ever made. But like, 
I could listen to their whole CDs all the way through. Just something about Leonard Skinner, like the ones that hit me, hit me hard. And I love that I know all the words, like Tuesday's Gone. I mean, um, dude, one of my favorite songs by them is that, uh, God, the blues one. Simple Man. No, no, no. I, I like that one too. But, um, oh my God, I say it's my favorite song. I can't remember the name of it. But it's about the old black man playing the blues or whatever on his old Dobro. Oh my God. Curtis Lowe. Ballad of oh, Curtis yeah. Lowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. song is awesome. Give me some Ballad of Curtis Lowe. Yeah, I do, they, they probably deserve to be there. I wouldn't say like they're a shoe in or anything, but I think their issue was their rebel flag and their southernness. I think that kind probably. of took longer than, uh, than probably needed to be. But yeah. I don't even know who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, really. There's probably lots it's of a acts. Lot. Yeah, it's I mean, a lot. I don't know the, the qualifications. I don't know, you know, sports make it's it weird. easy to get in there because you kind of understand the parameters. But how do you put that on music? I don't really know. Like, that's almost impossible because everyone has their own little tastes. Like, they don't have numbers. I guess you go off numbers, but they don't really speak to me in the way. Music's like in its own category of subjectivity, so... But yeah, I would, that'd be pretty cool to go there. I mean, to see this stuff. It was neat. I will say this. like, So it was like 25 bucks a ticket. That's pretty um, cheap, actually. And, well. To see history. So, I mean, I saw I, – I got to see a lot of stuff I wanted to. I saw Kirk Hammett's guitar that he recorded Enter Sandman on. <laughs> um, I saw some of Cliff Burton's old basses. Um, so the, all the Metallica stuff. Um, I saw the piece of paper that – uh, Riders on the Storm was written on. That was kind of cool. Um, I mean, there's some cool stuff in there, but I'll say this. So, like, the log jam areas are the Beatles <laughs> oh. and Elvis. Oh. Elvis. Those two I would and like. I just, I basically just walked through those because I just don't care, and they were crazy. But um, I will say this. I did the Hall of Fame in one hour. Wow. And I, I mean, I was trying to go kind of quickly. I definitely could have probably spent another hour in there. Beyond that, no way. It's, it's not somewhere that's even like a half day long thing. They have like some tourist attraction-y things where you buy tickets and get the, the Hall of Fame experience and you get to go walk up on a stage and accept your, <laughs> it's just like, but it's like, all right, I mean, we're just milking it too much at this point. Interesting. Um, it was cool, though. If you are a, a fan of the, the history of rock and roll, for sure, there's some really cool stuff. There's uh, Michael Jackson's glove, which he would use to touch. Kids. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I did. They have, uh, they have like a lot of outfits, like Prince's outfits and David Bowie's like Starman outfit. And um, I'm trying to think. Basically, if you like guitars... Um, a lot of really, really cool, famous guitars. They had uh, one of the, my favorite things was they had Eric Clapton's guitar, which he um, recorded and played Tears in Heaven live on. That's just sad, man. That's just a sad. It is sad, sad but it's a very, very cool instrument. I don't see um, how he could even sing that song. Like that's like, I don't know, man. The emotion behind music's that. an outlet. I understand music's that, but outlet. I'd be crying my eyes out every time. I, I even attempted to play that song. That's like, that's just tragedy, man. Freaking yeah. screens need to be built better. Well, I mean, I think, I don't know. If I went through something like that, um, 
I understand I it know. all. I'm just saying I, I, I would really have to pouring your heart like into you, that. I didn't, you would have to turn it into see to me. It's like he, he turned that horrible tragedy. Um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Eric Clapton's son fell out of like the uh, 50 story building, the window on a 50th story building in New York and obviously died. Uh, I think he was like two or three. Yeah, years he was old. two. Um, and then he wrote the song Tears in Heaven about his son. And Tears in Heaven is an absolutely beautiful song. And I, I mean, and I remember thinking that before I ever knew it was it a, what it was about. I remember just like my parents listening to it or whatever and, you know, just thinking, wow, this is a really pretty song. And I even learned it on guitar. It was one of the first songs I learned on like fingerstyle guitar, again, before I even knew what the hell it was about, um, just because I thought it was such a great song. But I mean, I don't know. There's something to channeling... Um, yeah, I'm just saying, like, me the, personally, like, that's, like, so heart-wrenching. And, like, and the line is, like, I don't belong here in heaven. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, um, kill me now with that one. Like, I, yeah. And that's, like, his most famous song, too. I One would argue that's probably his most well-known Layla. song. Yeah, Layla. I, besides Which stuff, is about cream. the woman he stole from someone else. Well, um, do do. Yeah, but I mean, you've certainly, I know this for a fact, and you can delete this if you don't want me to say it, but you, yeah, I have. in dark times in your life, you've oh. written some song lyrics. True that. And I mean, and I mean, they're, they're really, I mean, it's really, it's, luckily not that I don't want to say dark. Yeah, no, 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 not nothing, that dark. Not like that. Like that. I wouldn't say it's dark, but it's, I mean, they're powerful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely. Just, I love to write anyway, so like, just write out your feelings. It makes you feel better. I'm just saying that if the, I couldn't like, I have two kids, and I if that I couldn't even talk about. It, I start crying. Just like imagine having to deal with that. I just, I mean, that's like people deal with that every single day. I mean, tragedy happens. So yeah, this is weird talking about this all of a sudden, but yeah. <laughs> Westworld yeah, to people to need tragedy. to know about. Um, yeah, people need to know about. Anyways, these things. yeah, I, I agree. That's a good conversation. And you know, if the very least, we'll have this forever. <laughs> we can always go back and see what we're talking about. But we can we can cut out the Westworld stuff. And yeah. Talk about this. <laughs> the Diary of Justin and William. <laughs> it's only the, it's the cut stuff from uh, hours of Westworld talk. But that's the cool part. That's why I like doing this because I could just I don't usually talk to people on the phone because I hate doing it. I hate talking on the phone. I agree. I so do too. It's I cool, really like do. writing down thoughts. And I got Forrest and Warren to do their podcast. We're, we're starting one about reading books. What did they talk about? We're just reading books, and I ask them questions at the end. We're gonna like we tried a trial run. And <laughs> what I, did you think of the green eggs? Were you were you interested in? <laughs> no, we did uh the tall in the tall tall grass, and I was like so. Uh, I mean, it's hard to ask questions about a book that's just like the, the bug went to the leaf. <laughs> so I was like, hey, what was your favorite animal they encountered? And they're like, uh, the butterfly. And like, that's what I'm getting out of them. But I think it even, you know, no one listens to it. It's just cute to see, you know, the progression, like if they kept doing it. Yeah, you can, you can. And it's something can, we can do together. Uh, chronicle it. Yeah. And I kind of want to do a YouTube one so I can see what they look like. That's more entertaining, I think. You to watch should. a child grow up than just to hear their voices change or get, you know, they're reading now. So, you know, it was fun. They had, they actually enjoyed it. It took me a minute to get them used to the microphone because they were kind of wary of the microphone for some reason. 
So we did a trial run. It did okay. I got to redo it just because I, I wasn't happy with their – they weren't loud enough. They were kind of whispering, so I got to make sure they're loud enough so I don't have to amp up the volume where it gets all distorted. So um, we're going to try again and uh, see how it goes. It's just It was kind of fun. They got – I got to kick out. We read for like an hour straight, just kept reading books just to get him used to talking. That, so I think it'd be cool just like to have, you can have him review books. Well, that's what we're kind of doing, but I have to push them okay. along. It's, it's also kind of yeah, like, yeah. it'll help them just in public speaking too. If they're just used to doing this, if they're just that's used true. to talking and it'll help them. I think it'll help them out. If I like was training, you know, as a child, just to talk about things, it might help them interpret what they're reading too. Like, oh, okay, I understand what's going on. Because sometimes, like, today, we were watching The Flash, the show, and Forces 5 warns 3. Have you seen The Flash, the show? No. It's okay. It's nothing great. But anyways, so the, the main bad guy actually is someone else, and he transferred bodies or whatnot. And so Forrest, like, kind of understood what was going on. He's like, yeah, that's Dr. Wells, but he's not Dr. Wells. He's a different person that took over him. And Warren's like, no, that's that's the bad Flash. And Forrest is like, well, he is the bad Flash, but he's also not Dr. Wells. And Warren's like, no, he's Dr. Wells. And Forrest is like, he's understanding more than Warren is right now. So it's kind of cool just to see like his brain is actually catching on to the show's twists and turns. Right. And they don't sit there and watch it like religiously. I don't either. I just put it on like when right, we're playing. Right, but how old's Warren? Four? He's three. Okay. I don't expect so him to understand. Three, right. <laughs> but that's pretty cool that for a three-year-old that he can comprehend that you're crazy. I know this character. Yeah. That's that character. Like that's still impressive to me. So. It was crazy that Forrest knew the guy's name was Dr. Wells. I was like, I turned, I was like, how do you know his name? Like, you're paying attention to that? And he's like, yeah, but he's actually not him. And I was, he was explaining it to me. So I think it'll be good for them just to get used to talking in public almost, kind of public speaking. And then they, they thought it was funny hearing themselves talk on the computer once we played it back. Like, play it back, play it back, play it back. And I was like, cool, we have like a little hobby. Yeah, they can, I, they can do. I would really like to, I would really like them to review my favorite children's book. The one you gave him? Good. Uh, oh, did I give him one? You gave, oh, yeah, I did. Well, I it was you and like that other girl gave us like a long-ass book that, that uh, I was like, I don't know if they're ready for this. At, that was know, all her. One year old, <laughs> but okay. No, my favorite book is Good Night Moon. So I think we have Good Night Moon. We have a lot of Good Night books. Well, except for the fact that if Forrest is like solving – the Flash, I think he's probably past Good Night Moon. Well, he can't read yet. He like he's starting. He can write. Yeah, yeah no, 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 I know. He I can know. write. He's kind of trying to figure out how to read, but it's not really not working yet. But he can write things. But yeah, we have like so many books. We have like 200, 300 books. So I was like, well, you know what? Let's get to it, man. Because <laughs> I'm trying to do like 10 minute episodes. Like that's about right for a attention span of a child. I think uh, 10 minutes. So that's probably good. Um, yeah. we'll see how it goes. We're going to redo uh, what we did earlier and have some fun. And I might do a YouTube thing just cause I want to see what they look you like. Should. That'd be cool. You should. People would subscribe. And eventually they'll be reading the books themselves. So there's a little snippet. I need to do like a teaser on here for, uh, we call and it. We'll be writing the books. Yeah. We're calling it, we're calling years. it BAM kids, book and movie kids. I want them to review movies too, for fun. If we ever watch Ooh. one. 
Toy Story 4, here we come! Can't wait to watch Toy Story 4. Probably watch it next Monday. I think I'm going to watch it. It's out in like... Oh, it already... I guess it's... It comes out... Yeah, yeah, it is. It just came out. (laughs) It comes out today. Friday. Um, Yeah. Did you see... Last thing. Did you see Avengers is already being re-released? They want to make that milestone, or not the milestone. They want to, they want that money. They want that number one. Did you spot see up. it? No, I did not know that, but that's what they want. They're adding, they're adding six minutes of footage after the credits, <laughs> after the credits, <laughs> like like little like behind the scenes <laughs> things because they gotta beat Avatar. <laughs> that's sad. Hey, Justin, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. That's true. I mean, how close are they? Do you know? It's less than fifty million dollars. Okay, that's pretty much guaranteed. It's like then. it's like nothing. It's crazy. Now, to be fair, Avatar about a hundred and twenty million dollars of theirs was from re-release in IMAX. Yeah, like six months later. So, so if you know, wait, it was on, more than an, six months later, wasn't it? It was like years later. No, no, it was. It wasn't that long later. Right. I looked this up. I it was. It, it was like a year or two later. Here, I'll look it up. But um. Yeah, anyway, so six minutes of extra footage after the credits. What? And it's like, I don't think there's anything. I think it's like some behind-the-scenes, like, mini featurette, and then maybe, like, a deleted scene, apparently, and then something else that they're they're, they're not revealing. Who in their right mind would care to go watch three hours and see that for six minutes? I don't... Oh, Justin, I, I believe there's a lot I'm not of a fanboy like that. Never will be. I can wait for the release on Blu-ray if I want to watch the six minutes of extra footage. I'm not going to watch that crap again. I, I mean, I enjoy the movie. I just don't want to watch another three-hour movie when I can watch something new that I haven't seen yet. That's yeah, just... I'm with you. Three hours is a long time. Plus, like, the previews and the sit-through credits. That's, like, almost four hours you're talking about to devote to that movie. And I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. But they'll probably make yeah. their goal. They'll probably make the 50 I, million. I got to tell you, I don't know. I don't have. We've talked. We talked about Endgame. Yes, we have. There's a review um, on Movie Goat podcast about our uh, review on Endgame. Our sister station. <laughs> In a, but I. Uh, network, William. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JNN. Yeah. Uh, I I have no desire to watch that movie again. No, I'll pop it on. I won't sit there and watch it, but I'll pop it on. Like I'll I'll put it. So I'm. There's certain scenes that I wouldn't mind seeing, but I don't know. I I'd much rather watch Infinity War again and put that on. I like. I don't know. I don't know that I want to watch it again. I don't really want to see Tony Stark die again. I mean, that was sad, and I just. It's not like. Infinity War was sad, but it was like a cliffhanger sad. This is like a period at the end of a long sentence, and I don't know. I I'm good. I'll pop it out one more time. I mean, Disney Plus will have it. I'm good. Throw it on there. That's true. All right. So if it's on Disney Plus and I've finished watching the Mandalorian, yeah, you want to go out of your uh, way. Yeah, you can always put it on the background and just come whenever you want. That's what I do with movies. It takes a lot for me to actually sit there and stare at a movie at home, especially at home. In a theater, yeah, you got my attention. But at home, you do not have my full attention unless you're a damn good movie. That's the only way you're going to grab my attention. And parts of Westworld do that. I'll get back to Westworld where I have to sit there and watch it. And we're going to do the last two episodes. And then we're done with Westworld till next year, William. If we're still doing this next year, we have to wait till 2020. 
at some well, I'll point say in this. Um, I went into Westworld uh, with with kind of a bad, not a not a good experience, not necessarily a bad experience watching it. I couldn't get into it. Not really. I knew there was a lot of hype around it. It was considered a pretty smart show. Um, I'm very impressed. I didn't have the highest expectations for it, and um, this is certainly one of the the better crafted TV shows I've seen, and one of the best thought out. And I'm hoping I'm not jinxing the end of season two, and we get some really shitty ending. But I don't think we will. I think it'll be. Um, I'm sure it'll be very smart and uh, some twists we don't see coming. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Let's it. Let's get to it, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to have it done the next day or two. Then we can finish this yeah. one and then move on to Stranger Things. That's going to be exciting. Yes. All right. I'm sure. Justin. <laughs> I'm Will. Peace. Bye.